Chaos and Christ Podcast. Chaos and Christ Podcast. We honor Christ. Lift heavy weights, act like men, and resist tyranny. And now your host, Alexi Felix. What's going on? And welcome back to Chaos and Christ Podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix. Thanks for tuning in. This is a special episode moving forward. We're now on YouTube. So video podcast is live and it's real. Appreciate those returning audio podcasts. If you are the type of person that loves to watch video podcasts as well, well, now you can find me on YouTube. Chaos in Christ, look it up. Brand new channel. And then for those that are looking at this channel and they're discovering this podcast and you're just giving me a shot, right? You're just giving me an honest to God shot because I'm a nobody here. I appreciate you tuning in. I hope that what I tell you right now gives you a good perspective, helps you out in this chaos that we find ourselves in our world and points you to Christ. That is my goal here is to point everyone to Christ when we are in the midst of chaos. Now, also for those that are watching on YouTube, This is my first YouTube episode podcast, but it's not my first episode for this podcast. I've been doing the audio podcast for over a year, and you can find it on all platforms. So there's other episodes there that I have, and I think I like to think I put some work into that, and it could help you just navigate the world of politics, the culture, and really just personal turmoil and chaos that we deal with and how the God of heaven and earth, the creator of heaven and earth, has given us his word to just trust in him during that time. So anyway, without further ado, this episode I have entitled More Fear Porn. And it actually just gave birth because I was on Instagram and I saw an article posted by the Gateway Pundit on their page about the... I'm not going to say the organization's name because we're on YouTube now, so we got to be cool. We got to be copacetic here. It's it's an organization that was warning about a potential new sort of emergency that can take place that was even worse. It could be potentially even worse than what happened in the year 2020. I think that's vague enough. I don't think I've used some key words. I'll do my best because I'm really not good at filtering myself. And I saw that, and I thought, of course, elections are around the corner. Clearly, this is what they need to start pumping out, more fear for the public to see so that way something could happen. They can create some sort of anxiety within the people. And that's key, right? Because when there's anxiety within the people, what is it that we look for as a people, as a person with anxiety? We look for relief. We look for a way to kind of quench that, kind of subside it because it's nerve wracking and it's debilitating. It really leaves you in a miserable state when you're riddled with anxiety or even anger. Like I myself, looking at headlines like this drives anger in me. Anger because I believe that there's injustice and there's wickedness taking place, corruption taking place. Anger because of what I consider is blatant lies. That kind of emotion kind of stirs up within myself. And here's something I've noticed as a sort of pattern is that when these things come out, what we see in the comment sections of, let's say the Instagram post is people just venting 
and sharing their opinion. And typically it goes into an echo chamber. And if it doesn't, it becomes a all out bloodbath in the comment section of belittling one another based on one side and the other, one ideology against the other, fear and no fear. What people thought of what 2020 was and wasn't, it just, it goes on and on. And it really drives you deep into this place of you need to get this anxiety out, this anger, and you need to find an enemy that's going to take it. And then you need to find your band of people that agree with you to fight that enemy. And so the comment section becomes a bloodbath. It is, it is the case. And so that drives my point, my second point after reading this article. Now, I understand what Gateway Pundit was trying to say, because even in their titles, they, the first sentence says, here we go again. And so I get what they're doing. They're, they're giving us an understanding that here's the same BS that they're trying to spit to us over again to create in us fear and to essentially get what they want as far as their great agenda goes. And so I get what they're saying. I, I know that they don't mean to just get everyone in a state of fear, but without even realizing it, that's exactly what's going to happen. Now, I am one for being aware, being made known of what is happening, because the problem with us as well is that we don't know and we are oblivious. And some of us are willfully oblivious because, well, ignorance is bliss and my sports team is about to get on TV. I'd rather focus on that, enjoy that and kind of indulge. Now, again, I'm, I'm good for awareness, but what I want to talk to is you who, when you see that. You think, man, but is this all inevitable? Like, are we just going to, are we going to be subjected to the whims of entities that are seemingly far bigger than us and greater than us? And are we without a choice to, but submit to them and their wills for our lives? And for people like you and me who are freedom loving people, that right there just doesn't sit well with you. It doesn't sit well. When this first started for me, this podcast, and those that are listening on the audio, you've heard this plenty of times before, but for those on YouTube now, when I first started this podcast, it was birthed from a place of a panic attack, to be honest, because I found myself lost, losing my job after the thing that happened in 2020 took place and they shut down everything. And so my job was one of those to go and then found myself at home started to contemplate the this and the politics that was taking place. And the just if you go back to t- the, the year 2020, and you, you could remember what I'm talking about, I started to really make conclusions in my head about what's happening. I've concluded that there is some ideology, some philosophy that is empty and truly, in my opinion, just evil, that has taken place in our culture and in our country, in our school systems. And it didn't just take place in the year 2020. It was definitely there before time, but it just came to fruition for me. And the realization took place during this time. And I remember just thinking of these thoughts. And then one day during the day, because again, I'm not at work anymore. I'm watching a news segment and this pundit speaks about something that I was basically thinking. So he basically confirmed and affirmed exactly what my thought process was. And all all of a sudden, it's as if the walls of my apartment were closing in on me. My heart started to race. I couldn't breathe. And it was so overwhelming. There was a fear 
and in anger that came up and was intertwined with one another. And because of that, I felt like I was suffocating to the point where I had to run out of my apartment to just literally burst out of my door so I can grab some fresh air and some sun and just breathe because I was hyperventilating. No joke, true story. And that night, I couldn't sleep either. Obviously, that was early on in the day, and I had time to calm down from that a moment. But at night, it was just still weighing on me. It was clearly something that caused me to stress. And during this time, this year, my daughter is probably in a year and a half, two years old, give or take. She's a baby. And so all that's running through my mind is, can I protect her from this? And then I had guilt because as a Christian, I, I've been struggling in my faith. And I, I hadn't been plugged into a church for a, for a very long time. I was dealing with sins in my life, if I got to be honest. And it, it was just a lot. And I felt like I failed. I felt like being a Christian, someone who believes in the gospel message, I had the answers to this this cultural wokeness that we are seeing, this philosophy that is prevailing in all institutions. I had the answer and I didn't do anything about it. If anything, I partook in the culture before the, these things in 2020 were happening and I was fully indulged into it. And I had all my own personal chaos I was dealing with that there was so much guilt there and it just felt as if I wasted my gifts and, and, and just the calling of God on my life. I, I honestly felt like I just wasted it. And that night I just, I had too many emotions, just too much on my mind. And the last thing that was on my mind was the fear of the emergency sickness that was in the air. It wasn't, that didn't scare me at all. What scared me was the potential of potential tyranny. Yeah, I think I could say that. So I remember laying down that night and I thought to myself, I got to do something. And I'm a nobody. Literally, I'm nobody. Nobody at all. But I have to do something. And I had an idea to just start speaking about it. Because I personally, I've worked in sales. I do well with speaking. That is, a. if there's one thing I can say that I do have is the ability to speak and articulate and have conversation and talk about points and try to bring clarity to it. And I thought, you know what? I guess I'm going to start a podcast. I've always wanted to start a podcast. I just didn't know what I was going to talk about. And lo and behold, I found what I was going to talk about. So anyway, all that to say, when I did wake up to this reality and I did start that podcast, it was a different name back at the time. And when I just started, I was cage staged. I was enraged, red-pilled, and angry. And so I was ready to argue with everyone. And every headline that I saw on Facebook or on Instagram that was an obvious thing that I, I just wanted to talk about, it, it became a bloodbath in the comment section, arguments with certain people on, on my friends list. And, and I was cage staged. I was willing to argue with anyone and everyone because I had saw the light. And, and I just come to realize that all these headlines, all these things that you see, it, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't actually bring about the answers that we are looking for. All we do is yell into the echo chambers to hear our voices come back. And then the minute the one person with the, the opposing idea comes on, we are drawing blood. We, have, we probably have no desire to actually see them actually wake up like we say we do. 
We just want to make them feel stupid. And so I've learned, I've calmed down a lot, and I think that's by the grace of God. I think God has definitely humbled me and bringing me down a, a notch because there was a, a time too where I thought that the only saviors were to have a specific sort of party in charge over the other because the other is clearly evil and wicked. But I've definitely grown and realized that it's definitely not black and white. It really isn't. And so this is why I'm talking about this because the comment that I posted on Instagram under this article that I'm kind of alluding to was basically, I called it fear porn. And I said, look, what happened in 2020 with the emergency sickness was, in my opinion, my opinion alone, a test run. And now we have the elections coming around. Now they've lifted the bands on the emergency stuff. And here we go again with this organization trying to warn everyone that there's a potential bigger threat than what it was in 2020 that we need to be prepared for. And it just, to me, it's like this obvious thing of an agenda that they're trying to accomplish in order to get their what they want, power mainly. But what can we do about that? Because I'm of the persuasion now that there's nothing really we can do. Now, there are things that we should do, which is be locally involved, which is to be aware in that sense. And yeah, we should be having conversations at the dinner table about politics and policies because politics matters. It matters against you and against me because it is about us. And so this idea of not talking about it is not a good idea. But if you find yourselves in the algorithm, and I talked about this in my last episode as well, if you find yourselves in the algorithm and you're just, you, these headlines are just instilling in you fear and you are overwhelmed and you think that there's no point, it seems like we're all doomed, let me tell you this, that the only Savior we have is Jesus Christ. And we need to realize that the things that we don't have control over, we don't have control over, but the things that we do, God has called us to do and to steward well. I don't know what the future is. Neither do you, I would presume. But what, what I can say is this. You are responsible for the life God has given you and the order that he's given it to you to give it back to him, to glorify his name and to serve your neighbor. And I think we need that more now than ever. Don't let these headlines and these fear news pieces instill that in you. Because if you are, then I would argue that you are putting too much focus and attention on these things and not on what truly matters. And the first thing that matters, first and foremost, is God's word. The word of God. This is what's going to replace all those thoughts and all that fear. When you realize that God has much to say about the matters of this world, the matters of the heart, the matters of people. And when you see what he has to say and you see what he reveals about who he is, his character, his steadfast love, then there's nothing more than we can do but to give him thanks, give him praise, give him glory and build. Focus on building what is in front of you, no matter how small it may seem. Sometimes this, what I do here, which is something I actually have grown a passion for and love, doesn't seem like it's doing much of anything. But 
we, we shouldn't despise the day of small things because what we're doing is planting seeds. And so I want to encourage you, if that gets to you and you get fearful about all that stuff, just turn it off, right? Put it away. If you can read it objectively and say, yeah, this is just more stuff, more fear tactics. And even if it is true, my God is on the throne still. I still have confidence in my king because he is true. His word is true. It does not return void. I'm at peace. You can only find peace in Christ during this because all we see now is chaos. And what we're trying to find is relief from it, right? Because it causes stress and anxiety. But guys, arguing with each other, claiming that this political person is going to be the savior and this party is the the place to go, you're realizing that it, it doesn't really help you. It's not even giving you peace. It's causing more anxiety, anger, and frustration. So my thing is trust that God has it all under control. Lay it all down at his feet and know that he knows, he's aware, he still has a plan, and his plan is to, one, to glorify his name, right? That is is his revealed word that the scriptures teach us, and that we are called to bring him glory. But again, I guess I would just tell you, whatever it is that you got in front of you, whatever project, whatever business, whatever you do at work, the things that you're doing at church, the children that you're raising, nothing is meaningless. Nothing is mundane. All is meaningful. And as long as you do so to the glory of God and to the, and to the love of neighbor, right? Because you serve your neighbor with your gifts and talents, then trust that God is going to use all that for his end and to bring about his kingdom. And that's it. Because between you and I, we're not getting out of here alive, whether that's now or Another 40, 50, 60, 70 years from now, what only matters is, do you have hope and place your trust in Christ? Is he the focus of your everything, right? Because when that happens, all these things, you can read it. And again, I'm not saying go hide and and dig a hole and put your head in there, but you can read it and stay objective. You can read it and not get so, you know, this disrupted in your spirit, right? Or getting just the emotional turmoil is what I'm trying to say. You don't get lost in that. You have trust in Christ. Christ has told us that he is with us. He he will never leave us nor forsake us. And so with that, I just want to read a passage of scripture. I'm going to grab it. And it's just a comforting thing to read. It's found in Psalms 138. Honestly, all of it is good. And I'm going to end this podcast with this reading. Psalms chapter 138, verse 1 reads, I will give you thanks with all my heart. I will sing praises to you before the gods. I will worship toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word according to all your name. On the day I called, you answered me. You made me bold with strength in my soul. That's, I like that. Uh, You made me bold with strength in my soul. We can't dig within ourselves to find boldness. It's God who gives us boldness and he gives us strength within our soul to carry on. That is why we need to give thanks to him. That is why we should always give thanks to God 
because he gives us he gives us this boldness he gives us this this courage verse 4 all the kings of the earth o yahweh will give you thanks when they hear the words of your mouth and they will sing of the ways of yahweh for great is the glory of yahweh for yahweh is high yet he sees the lowly but the one who exalts himself he knows from afar Don't exalt yourself. Don't worry about trying to get yourself up there. Know that God will exalt you in the proper time, if that be his will. And then verse 7 is really just, this is comfort for us. Though I walk in the midst of distress, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. Yahweh will accomplish what concerns me. O Yahweh, your loving kindness endures forever. Do not fail the works of your hands. You read that and you think and you realize what concerns me, God's going to accomplish and and he's going to handle. And this is just a call for us to trust him and then to do what children do when they know that their father has their back. We thank him and we give glory to him. And we honor and worship him. And we live according to his word because he is good. And his loving kindness is steadfast and enduring forever. Let that be an encouragement for you. I hope that does help you out. Give thanks to God. Do the work that he has given you. And when you see these new headlines that cause fear, just remember that he will accomplish what concerns you. Yahweh will accomplish what concerns me. And that's just good news for us both. Okay. So hope you found encouragement in that. I hope this gives you something to really just think about and just really resonate with and maybe changes your perspective and really just gives you encouragement that we need for the week to come. All right. Now on the podcast, if you're an audio podcast, make sure you subscribe to the show. Make sure you leave a rating and review and share this with someone and on YouTube. This is awesome because I get to say this. Subscribe to to the channel. Give me a thumbs up if indeed I've earned your thumbs up and leave a comment down below. I'm just curious to know what you think and what it is that you would like me to talk a little bit more about. And yeah, your words, whether positive or negative, will be very helpful. So until then, God bless you. And remember that in the midst of chaos, Christ is there. God bless. If you found value, then please subscribe and leave an honest rating and review. And remember that in the midst of chaos, Christ is there.